0: Welcome to the Thursday edition of Media Insultant. As you now know, we're doing it twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday. Along with my co-host, Keith Samuels, this is the May 20th edition of Media Insultant. Well, Keith, as our stalwart fans know, we've tried to shorten... Media consultant, to do a Tuesday and Thursday edition. Uh, does it feel at all hard to limit the number of stories we talk about for you?
1: Yes. It's extremely yeah. difficult. But, you know, the audience speaks. We've tracked your uh, listening and viewing times and realized that we've been pushing the envelope with our three-hour shows. I mean, our <laughs> 30-minute shows. So, yeah, we're going to tighten it up a little bit, and we'll offer two installments a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Same biting analysis and uh, insulting uh, uh, viewpoints on all things media, and we're ready to go. We're just going to do it twice a week for a little bit less time per episode.
0: Well, let's jump in. Uh, Today, uh, we needed to look at uh, radio. 2020 was not good to radio. BIA seems to have indicated that the radio business had a revenue shortfall. Talk to me about it.
1: Well, slightly, um, revenue was down to 9.7 billion for the calendar year um, of 2020. That's over the- air revenue. that doesn't. They break out digital separately, but over the air, which is basically radio commercials, uh, events, uh, promotions, sponsorships, that kind of thing that the local radio station's selling, they count that as over the air. And uh, that was down. so they did 9.7 billion in 2020 down from 12.8 billion in 2019 pre-covid and that's going to be the source for all the, comp- the all the comparisons for radio uh, the radio ownership groups and stations going into uh, the rest of this year but what's interesting is that radio in 2019 was down from 13.3 billion in 2018 so 2020 was actually down 27% from 20 18. Eighteen. So it got even worse by uh, by comparing it to two years ago. Uh, so we'll we'll see how this you know we'll see how much we can dig out of this. We're already pacing somewhat ahead of last year, but Q1 was negative for almost all the groups. So we're going to have to see how the second quarter helps them dig out and third quarter and fourth quarter and beyond. Everybody's optimistic, but to show you how optimism can really get into people's head a little bit is that BIA which is an organization that tracks you know media spending and broadcast spending and specifically predicted in June this was covid june of nine, of 2020 so we're we're 3 months 4 months into covid and BIA estimated that radio in 2020 would come in at 12.8 billion they sent out a press release in june saying oh no radio's going to be fine it's going to be Twelve point eight billion, which is just about flat to two thousand nineteen. Well, they only missed by three point one billion dollars; they were off. So, you know, I am just I just say that because I don't think there is anybody that has any idea in predicting what's going to happen in spending going forward, particularly in radio, is really, really making a guess. You know, don't do count you think on that it. undermines their trust in in these kind of projections? I think I don't think it did this time. Okay, yeah, but if they're off that much again, people are going to go, dude. You know, you, what are you guys smoking? Come on, you're not even in the game. You're not even in the ballpark. So, you know, I think BA, BIA's got a lot of their reputation at stake going forward in 2021 to see how uh, how accurate things turn out. Well, in my experience with BIA is
0: excellent. Those guys are they do their their best under sometimes very tough conditions. So, you know, I take my hat off to them for for trying. It's it's always been a a little bit of a pin the tail on the donkey kind of a business but they yeah exactly <laughs> i think uh the other thing that we don't really know in terms of the impact that 2020 is going to have in terms of local retail you know amazon just is just killing people you know nordstrom was off 24% last year you know they can't make that up with with online or they haven't so far so, you know, local businesses are really struggling to come back. And that's the core of most of our radio stations. And it's not direct response. It's not Geico. It's, you know, the guy who's got the cooking store and the guy who's got the car dealership. And those have been tremendously impacted. So how do you motivate a team during this kind of a, uh, this kind of a revenue decline? What do you say?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you've got to be very careful because I think the the, the the tendency, and I'm hearing this already from my station buddies, is that for senior management to say, okay, 2020 was a complete washout. We're not blaming you. You guys held it together. You know, you, you kept it going, even maybe hired a few salespeople to make up for people who left the business or, you know, you had to let go. You know, but this year is a whole nother deal. And I, and I think the hammer is coming down on local managers all over the country to, to step up their uh, their activity, step up sales, as if just going through the process of selling, going out and making calls and getting on the phone and making cold calls is actually gonna have the same kind of impact it had in 2018 when everybody was just flying high and everybody was in business. Amazon was doing great, but it wasn't killing local business. Governments were not killing local businesses. COVID was not killing people. Now it's like they're back to the same playbook. You know, it's, you know, tw- you know 10 cold calls a day, you know, eight in-person CNAs a week. Four proposals, ten asks. You know all that playbook stuff that goes into your CRM system. They're just putting the hammer down, and I don't think you know. It's like th- that's that's without understanding what's really going on in the market. I mean, what's going on in each of these cities, towns, and 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 what business is actually still there? You know. And and by the way, if you've read if you've read anything in the in the business publications, the car dealer guys, the used car business. There are no used cars left. It, you know, according to the, the you know the average you know the automobile trades, um, you know the uh, 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 they can't get the chips you know the microchips to to manufacture the cars. You know, I've got a buddy of mine in Indiana that says they've got the trucks lined up for miles waiting for these you know chips to come in so they can install them and get the cars on the lot. So you know our go to business which was go get those car dealers cuz they they have got the budgets they've got the you know the the wherewithal to spend and they love using electronic media they love radio they love television they love cable they're they're all over the place and they don't have the inventory so you know it, there's a lot of stuff still filtering through out there um, and you know we'll see what we'll, we'll see what, what what happens next but boy it's it's a whole different world so if you're beating the hell out of your people because they're not doing you know, 20 cold calls a day on the phone. Well, guess what? 15 of those, they're out of business. You know, the one guy that I got is, you know, is clinging to life at his bar and grill because, you know, he's got to deal with all these extra fees. He's got to pay a, pay a COVID fee to the city. He's got to pay for everybody's vaccinations. He's got paperwork up the you-know-what that he's got to fill. You know, it's like he has no time for me, and he's just hoping that he can work his loyalty his email database with some specials every week, and that's about all he's got time for. But, hey, thanks, boss, for your empathy. I really appreciate it as it gets my ass kicked out on the street to go make another 15 cold calls on businesses that aren't there anymore. So I think there's a disconnect going on about what, what's out there on the street and what perhaps, you know, group and regional folks are, uh, are, uh, are telling their salespeople to do.
0: Right, right. And, and I think one of the problems uh, is we, we tend to operate about five years behind. While in my day, what I would do is just exactly what you said, get out and make cold calls. And the question in a lot of markets is going to be on who? You know, that's, yeah, that's just, yeah. it's just, it's a real tough, tough thing to do. Uh, radio stud of the week is a guy by the name of Doug Palmieri in Providence, Rhode Island.
1: Why is he the radio stud of the week, Keith? Well, you know, well, Doug, Doug is a superman. I don't know Doug, but it came out in the trades last week that he signed a four year extension with iHeart. And you go, wow, good for you, dude. That's great. I mean, I would have loved to have had a four year extension with anybody, right? Um. But it turns out that he's the morning host in Providence on Coast 933. He's also the afternoon host on highly rated, I think it's the number one station in town, 94HJY. This guy is mornings and afternoons in Providence. You can't avoid Doug. Oh, by the way, he's also the program director for both those stations. So, wow, no wonder they've, they've extended him. He's saving iHeart a ton of money. He's an afternoon, he's a morning host, and he's PD for both. No wonder they signed him up for four more years. I just hope Doug got a boatload of money to do this, or at least a decent raise. Well, he got a job, and he got a four-year contract with
0: probably a 90-day cancellation clause. So, you know, a lot of good that did him. And a (laughs) non-compete.
1: And a non-compete, right. Right. But it's another example of of, of, uh, of boy, if you're if you're if you're multi talented, you know, it's like uh, double L in Phoenix and we had Triple L a couple of weeks ago, you know, all these uh, these poor on air personalities are are doing, you know, multiple shows. You know, who knows? They might be voice tracking another couple of stations somewhere. Plus they got a you know, they're a music director or they're the PD or brand manager. You know, there's just not that many people left in these radio stations. So the the real jack of all trades are the ones that are hanging in there and God bless him. It's a lot of work to do two shows a day plus be a PD for both stations. That's a, that's a full time gig. Well,
0: the pandemic took out a lot of staffing. There's no question. I've got a friend who uh, runs a medium market station, and he went from uh, something in the low thirties to six, and uh, one of those six was him. So <laughs> very <laughs> wow. very tough. Yeah, and yeah, he's not he's part there. of the iHeart group too. So, and I think you know that that speaks for itself. Uh, and speaking of studs, um, our friend Jim Rose uh, is a personal thing. He Not a personal thing, thing, but a personal acknowledgement that uh, he's been recruited out of Tegna's King Television here in Seattle to join Cron in San Francisco for Star, And, you know, Star just keeps sucking good talent out of Seattle. Janine Daffs from Como yep. was um, recruited about a year ago. Now yeah, Jim she's, here at KTLA. Yeah. Yeah, she's Yeah. Yeah, she's one of the greatest to...
1: independents in the, in the in the country.
0: Right, right. So um I know he's going to love San Francisco. I just hope he doesn't want to go to New York for his final career phase. That just doesn't sound like much fun anymore. New York's great when you're under 30, but after 30, no thanks.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's we're going to see this battle I think more and more where you've got fewer television groups and so where do they go to find talent? It's going to be, you know, uh, let's go get the guys from Tegna. And the Tegna guys are going, let's go get the Star guys. And then the Sinclair guys are going, let's go get the other guys. So, um, you know, it's a bit like it's been in radio for a while. We haven't seen that in TV because there were a lot more groups. But now there aren't as many. You know, we saw the shuffle at the top of CBS's television O&O group, you know, a month, a month or so ago. Now we're seeing it with some of these station guys moving around. It sure looks on paper like Jim's a really strong manager, and it's a great up upgrade in terms of market size for him. So that's good for him. His predecessor at Kron is now the GM at uh, uh, Star transferred him to uh, to New York. Um, so we'll just have to see. Are you going to apply for the GM job at King? I don't think so. I, I, no.
0: I, I think that's, uh, well, what can I say? My, I think my TV days are over. That's all I can, <laughs> you know.
1: Don't sell yourself short, you know. You, you
0: might other able- than this, I think my TV days are over. <laughs> well, uh, you know, one other thing, Keith, uh, we do want to get people to um, send us good examples of bad management. So you can just send those to Jackson at InTown Media. They're anonymous. We aren't going to disclose any names unless you want us to. And um, we kind of got to get out of here. Our next thir- our next media insult and drop is Tuesday. And, Keith, mm-hmm. how about a little promo on uh, where people can subscribe to either the video or the podcast
1: well you can obviously subscribe and watch the video on youtube at um, at our, our media insultant channel um, and uh, all the shows are uh, are cataloged there so that's an easy place to go see us and i know there's a lot of you that like to see us every week and then uh, all the audio uh, podcast platforms uh, apple and all the rest are uh, you you know just search media insultant and you'll get the audio version so now that you're driving back to the office a few days a week, you can listen to that on your way to the office or on your way home after you download it. And, uh, but we're on all the audio um, uh, podcast suppliers yet. But we haven't gotten that offer from iHeart yet. I'm looking forward to that, that call from, uh, from the guys at iHeart to, uh, to, to buy our – or at least carry our podcast. So maybe uh, I, I, should up, up, I should up my game in terms of uh, reaching out to some of the, the iHeart folks and going, what about the media insultants? Come on
0: we got to play hard to get. All right, Keith, see you Tuesday when we'll do this all over again. You have a good week. Jackson, have a great weekend, buddy. Always good to see you. Take care.